0: It's Vanessa Reyes here and I'm inviting you on a journey of what it's like to co-create your business with God and drop the hustle mentality. Listen, I believe that in every season of business, you must up-level your faith and let go of the drama in your mind that's keeping you from using your God-given voice to build influence and become the businesswoman God designed you to be. Here, you'll feel like you're at church mix with business school And your teacher, well, she's your best friend. This is the Less Hustle, More Faith podcast. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. Used to have a little, now I have a lot. And I'm gonna have to end it right there. From the Bronx. I'm just kidding. I have to end it right there because I do not have a singing voice and I'm just going to irritate all of the listeners, and I am not trying to do that today. Today, we're going to talk about JLo. lo Now, question, what is your definition of success? Looking at J-Lo's career, would you say she's pretty successful? You guys, when I saw the Netflix trailer for this J-Lo documentary, I almost cried. <laughs> I couldn't wait to watch this documentary. It took me back to that green dress at the Grammys. You know what I'm talking about in the early 2000s when everyone wanted to be j And I was definitely that girl. The, she was the first Latina to make a million dollars of film. This was giving all of us the hope for the future. Plus, she starred in the best movie ever. She was Selena. Like, no one could pull that role off. I was the absolute biggest Selena fan in my childhood i performed selena i was selena i looked up to selena she was everything for me so for j-lo to play her it's like i looked at j-lo at all like on a whole different level okay so today i'm going to talk to you about the documentary and i'm going to break it up into nuggets just like we did in episode one spoil alert right if you haven't seen the documentary you make the decision do you want to put this on pause watch it come back or are you cool with me laying it all out. So first, let's start off with Jayla getting into an argument with her mom and leaving her house <laughs> at 18 years old and then working her little buns to get into the industry. Does this sound familiar? One thing I've learned about entrepreneurship is you cannot wait on permission to do anything. Am I right? How many of you Let's see the, the hands go up. How many of you made the decision um, like with a 100% leap of faith? No one could tell you anything. You didn't wait on permission. You didn't wait for everything to line up perfectly. You just went straight in, started the business, and said, I'm going to figure it out as we go. That's definitely been my approach. I, when I became a coach, I became a certified life coach in 2017. I did go and get certified. It did take about a year to find the school that I wanted to attend, but that had to do with finances. Like I wanted to make sure that if I was about to drop this many G's, it better be in a school that I really aligned with. And then once I become, I become then once I became a certified life coach, Eventually, within a year or so, I started moving into marketing and business coaching. And I have to say that in this entire journey, I have gone in the wrong direction so many times. And it has cost me time, money, but never have I ever said that I didn't learn something. And one thing that comes from all of this wisdom is grit, right? You understand adversity, When you go in the wrong direction and you make the decision not to give up, right? And this has served me in sales because you cannot take it personally when someone doesn't want to invest in your service. You just can't. Getting on that sales call and them saying, no, now is not the right time, you can't take that personally. When you signed up for business, you also signed up for sales and rejection. And JLo got that. She was like, reject me all day. I expect it. I think there's one part where Ben was like, you know, asking her like, how do you do it? And she was like, I'm Latina. I already knew this was part of what I was signing up for. You just don't know what that's like. Okay, so now let's get to the part where um, in the documentary... Where Lo, I guess this is like in her early years when she was the fly girl and then she wanted to move into acting and then she was struggling to find an agent. And then when she did have the agent, the agent was like, no, you're a dancer. And she's like, no, I'm an actor. And then she repeats, no, I'm an actor. <laughs> I could see like the word bubbles going over her head, her thinking like, girl, watch my shoes. <laughs> I love this about her. You can't tell me nothing kind of vibes going on with Jado in those early days. And I feel like this is so true for us all. Like if you want to be a leader, you're going to walk through the trenches first. So you have to be willing to get slapped around a little bit, right? But then still hold your ground. So Jayla was told, no, you're not this. And she's like, no, you don't understand. I am. And I know that this is something that you probably have to deal with on a daily basis or weekly basis with yourself when you are fighting against imposter syndrome. Your imposter syndrome is going to say you're not ready. Your imposter syndrome is going to say you're not capable, you're not enough, you're not there yet, you need to go get more education, you're not going to be seen or taken seriously, and then you've got to say, but I am. You've gotta stand ground, just like JLo lo when you have to face yourself. You've gotta see yourself as your future version of yourself and step into those shoes right now, because if not, people are gonna bully you around. And when I say people, I mean you. You're gonna bully yourself into settling for smaller, playing smaller, and that's just not cool. You've gotta walk the walk, and the only way you can do that is if you stand up to yourself. Big you needs to stand up to little you. Okay, moving on to the next nugget in the JLo documentary. I love how J-Lo expresses how she's her own keeper when it comes to the way that she had to navigate all of the negativity around her personal relationships and how she takes so much pride in knowing that she was able to like keep it together in the public eye she held it together no one saw how this affected her but it did affect her though because she says in the documentary I felt like I was in this dysfunctional relationship with the media and everyone was focusing on the wrong thing like can you just imagine for a second what it must have felt like for her when she was making waves she was setting the tone for the latinas like what to expect from our community and she worked so hard to get to this place where she was the number one paid latina actress and then all of the number one billboard top hits simultaneously killing it in the box office and yet everyone's focused on her personal life like seriously like and I just I can't imagine what she was thinking during that time like who are you guys to to tear me down when I'm doing so much not just for myself but for my community the community that no one is paying attention to I mean I have to give it up JLo did a lot for our culture like for people to take us seriously. And one thing that I do really stand behind, we, we really go out there and when we start a business, it's like very rare that we fail. Not because we have finances and the resources to back things up, but because we have it in us to keep fighting, like nothing could keep us down. Like there are so many Latinas, I'm just gonna say for a second right here, There are so many Latina women who are killing it because of their heart. So yeah, I definitely feel like in that part of the documentary, you could feel how much that could have affected her and how that did bring her down and why that did affect her self-esteem. Because I just can't imagine at the magnitude of how many people are putting her down and tearing her down because of her personal life. When she was doing so much more and it was getting like put into the shadows because of her personal life, like that must've sucked. And then the documentary goes into her life at 42 years old where she's now newly divorced with two three-year-olds she's a single mom and then she says there were no movie roles knocking at my door and I lost myself as an artist and then she was stuck like she didn't know what to do next and then she says quote I really felt like I didn't know what my value was anymore oh my gosh I'm gonna cry again <laughs> I'm such a cry baby <laughs> I don't like this about myself because I can't even take myself serious. Does anybody else laugh when they're wanting to cry? I, I do this all the time. I just know what it feels like to, like, lose yourself. And I feel like I've gone through this many times in my life. I've lost myself when I became a mom, you know, or just feeling lost in my career feeling lost in a new business, feeling lost in a new city, like there's just so many times where I've questioned my value, I've questioned who I am, you know, in the last nugget I'm like keep it together and just say like, hey, no, I'm gonna fight against my imposter syndrome but it's really hard to do that sometimes when you are just so lost, where you you are fighting against yourself but you don't even have it in you. And so I love this part of the documentary. This is probably one of the most special nuggets of the whole documentary for me just because she's 42 years old and she's coming back stronger. And she had to redefine who she is and what she wanted to be known for and I know that I've had these moments in my business where I had to take a step back just like last year I had to take a step back and say who do I want to be known for like I want people to know me as the girl or the coach who was able to help them do what Like, I don't want people to be like, oh, she's a great sales coach. She can help you with sales. Like, no, like, I don't want that. I want people to know me as someone who truly helped them step into their leadership shoes and like take ownership of those shoes and and just really walk that walk and not let these moments of doubt ever bring them down to the point where they give up and so you know this is where JLo makes that shift she pivots in her business and what she wanted it to do and so she steps into that next season the next season is when she takes on American Idol and then this is where she says I am so thankful for American Idol because this allowed others to see who I truly was and know how You know, while she was trying to figure out who she was, she was able to then show others who she was. Do you ever feel like sometimes you struggle with the very thing that you help others with? I tell people this all the time. The reason why I'm so good at sales, it's not because it comes natural for me. It's because it was one of the biggest struggles and the biggest hurdles I had to overcome and I fell in love with it. The reason why messaging is so important for me is because I feel like there's going to be trends all day long on social media, right? But when you hold on to that message, when you hold on to who you are and who you're here to serve and how well you can serve them and you're able to communicate that, no one can take that away from you. No one can ever call you a fraud and you can't call yourself a fraud because you have owned it. You've owned your voice. And this is so important for me as a coach. And so in this moment, Lo is like, who am I? You know, everyone knows me as Jenny from the Block. This Latina who was in all of the rom-coms and had this music career. And now she is back into this place where she's like, what's next? She says in the documentary that this is the creative's and the artist's biggest fear. And I can I can agree to that. Like sometimes that is a fear of mine. Like what's next, right? But yes, one of the things that's so beautiful in this part of the documentary is that American Idol gave her purpose again. And I feel like in your business, I know for me, I started off with, so much purpose in my business, but because of the ups and downs and the uncertainties and the self-doubt and the many, 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 many failures and rejections, and I wouldn't really call them failures, but you know, things that you have to overcome that you weren't expecting, um, those moments had me questioning my purpose, so i can see where she's coming from in this place where she's like i found my purpose again even though we don't actually lose our purpose we are always connected to god and he always has a purpose for every season but it can often feel like you have no purpose when you're in those moments okay so now we're moving on into jlo and The nominations for her role in Hustlers. All right I'm gonna have to admit that during the whole scene of the Oscar nominations and her like leading up to that had me crying like a baby (laughs) crying like a baby because the part where she's like in her her bed. I don't know if it's a hotel bed or her actual bed. I mean, who knows at, the, at this point? Like she's, but she's in her little robe and she's reading a review and someone is finally giving her that recognition and she's crying and it's just so sincere. Like you could just see in her little face of like how hard she worked and how she didn't get that award back when she did Selena. And then she had to do almost 30 films to get nominated again. She doesn't win the Golden Globe. I told you this was spoiler alert. I told you. But then everyone's telling her she's going to get the Oscar nomination. She's going to get the Oscar nomination. And then the day she is supposed to find out she has a dream that she gets the Oscar nomination. She wakes up, and it was a dream. It did not come true. And you can just see the disappointment in her face. And then the part where she doesn't get the Golden Globe and how she feels like she let everyone down. It was so... I was crying like a baby. Like, even telling you right now, I want to cry again. Like, her little face. It's just her face. And I know, like... Ugh... I felt it there's been so many times where i'm like working really hard towards a goal and i don't define my success by whether or not i reach a goal but when i'm working really hard towards a goal it means something the journey meant something the sacrifice meant something the Moments where I had to like push myself through those moments of fear, doubt, and insecurity. All those things led up to reaching this goal. And then when you don't hit the goal, it's just so heartbreaking. And then you do question yourself, like, why am I doing this? Was it even worth it? Should I keep going? Am I even like, you know, valuable? Like you go back into that awful cycle of doubt self-doubt and so this whole part it just really hurts because I've always been that person who didn't really understand the value of an award but in the documentary she goes and says like I don't care about the award like I don't care about the award it's like the meaning behind like what this can do for others and I get that And I felt that because there's so many times in my business where I am not doing it for myself. Have you felt that? Have you felt like I started this business, but I didn't start this business just to make money. I started this business to support my family so that I can be with my family. I started this business so I can have that freedom to be there to pick up my kids um, from school, and then my business isn't going the way that I thought it was gonna go. Like, those are those moments where you're just like, I can't do this anymore. And I just felt that in her face. But really what stood out to me the most in that one scene is when she's describing how she doesn't do it for an award, and then she goes into saying, I do this, to tell stories I do this to affect change and to connect with people so that they can feel something because I want to feel something and that right there is messaging (laughs) that is like what I value the most when it comes to creating content what I think about when I create podcast episodes What I think about when I teach my clients how to connect deeply to their ideal clients so that they can, you know, create that impact and that demand for their services, that connection to affect change, that moment where you get to tell the story and then you get to see how that affects the listener or the audience and how you captivate them in that story it's just so beautiful and that's what that meant for her the award itself wasn't what she was disappointed about it was just the fact that she does it for such a bigger purpose and then to never get that award, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like a blow, you know? And so that's what I took away from that entire scene of the documentary. And I am going to be forever moved by JLo because of this. Like, seeing her that vulnerable, I've never seen her vulnerable like that. You know, you always see her, like, on Oprah or interviews or performances And she's just this bad Latina that you just look up to and you just never get to see that realness of who she is and, you know, who God created her to be. And it's just, it's just such an honor to be able to see that. And I, I can't stress this enough. This documentary is so good. Okay. So now moment of truth, it's time to talk about the Super Bowl performance and what happened leading up to the actual day of the performance, what this meant for her, what this meant for her legacy. I'm excited to talk about this. So Lo's on the phone with one of the NFL producers, and she's really mad because they're giving her so much pushback. And she's like, I want to give you guys something with substance, not just us up there shaking our asses. <laughs> And she's like, I want something real, something that's going to make a statement. And I'm like, yes, yes, j That's what it's all about. A statement that says that we belong here and that we have something to offer. That's what I want to do. And that's what I'm trying to do. This is what she says. And I agree. When you have a stage with that many people listening, It's like you better come with something to say, something of value, something of substance, just like she's fighting for. And I would say that this is the way you should approach your content. You should approach your content even if you've got five views on that live, if you've got five views on that reel, if... No one's actually listening to this podcast. I better still come with substance. I better still come with a statement. I have to let people know that they are valuable and the way that I'm communicating this is the most important piece. And then of course she gets so much pushback from the NFL again with the cages. um, She is trying to make a statement about injustice. And she says, clearly, like, this is not political for me. This is about human rights. And she was like, at, at this point, like, I'm not going to change the show. Like, they were trying to remove the cages from the show. And she's like, I don't care what you guys got to do. I am not performing without the cages. If I perform without the cages, it's like if I never showed up at all you've gotta stand behind your message like that, right? I don't know, the way I was seeing this is, do I believe in my message so much that I'm willing to lose people? Am I willing to lose clients? Am I willing to, you know, get overlooked because of the fact that I wholeheartedly believe in my own message? Yes, this is something you must ask yourself all the time when you're creating content is what is the message? What is the statement that I'm trying to make? Is this a substance, right? And is this message something that I truly stand behind? Because when the going gets tough, right, you gotta still stand your ground and what you believe to be true. And that message better be a representation of that it's okay sometimes where we get mixed up of like what type of content to create or what we wanna put out there, but I always tell my clients, if you've got that core message, everything is gonna flow from that. Your content's going to make sense. The way you show up is gonna make sense. The consistency is going to be clear. The clientele is gonna be able to find you the right clients, right? because they trust you but not only that because it's clear to them who you are what you represent what you believe and then they're going to feel in alignment to that even if they don't 100% agree with everything you say or maybe they don't 100% understand everything you say and a lot of clients that I talk to are like okay I don't really understand messaging but I know I need to have a message that's fine like they don't need to you know, be at the same level with you in terms of what you believe. They just need to like trust you. And the way that they're going to do that is when you trust yourself, when you trust your own message, then you'll be able to attract those that will trust it as well. Okay. So that ends this episode, being able to like put it on pause on this documentary. Like I watched the whole documentary and then I watched it again like bits and pieces and then I watched it a third time to put it on pause, to be able to like come back into this podcast and speak on each nugget. And so it was such a fun experience. And I definitely want to do something like this again. Hopefully it'll be in a form of a book review because I have three books that I really want to share with you. And so those episodes will be coming out very soon. And yeah, I cannot wait for the next time I get to meet with you again. Bye. Ready to break through into the podcasting world or create your very own weekly live show from all of the hot topics that are swirling around in your mind? Plus, learn the secrets to sell more within your content. Do you feel empowered to lead deep conversations that will shift the way your audience thinks? Is it time to stop dreaming and start recording? If so, then I'd love to help you get started. If you book a call with me to learn more about my coaching, you'll receive a customized launch plan for your very own podcast or live show that will help you plan it out in 90 days. Limited spots are available now, so click the link in my show notes to RSVP.